This content is intended for adult cigar smokers age 21 and older. All right, Nick, good show. <laughs> okay. Uh, Greg's leaving to go take advantage of our brand new coupon code. Type in Long Ash all day Friday and Saturday, and you will receive 20% off your entire purchase. Some exclusions apply, but other than that, 20% off your entire purchase all day Friday and Saturday when you use the coupon code Long Ash. Nick, did you know I just got 20% off? Yes. In five, three, one, six, and zero. six. And we're live. Welcome back. Thank you for joining us. This is Nick. And I'm Greg. Welcome to our lovely Zen Garden of a podcast. Called Long Ash Podcast. Long Ash Podcast. Thank you, Greg, for that thank addition. You. Thank you. You're welcome. Yes, this is going to be a good one. Hey, thank, you every, thank you, everybody, for I joining it, us. I feel it in my chakra. Chakra? <laughs> Isn't that like your, your Zen horse? <laughs> like, where, zen hole. like, where do you feel the Zen? <laughs> So pucker up your butthole. <laughs> <laughs> you feel it up right up in your zen hole. Okay, here we go. Oh, oh boy. Oh, I'm so God. glad everybody listens to us oh, at our man. job. Oh, so we've got all our eight people listening. Here no, the, we have a lot more than that. I know. Well, not as much as Secret Chris does. <laughs> he's no. killing it, dude. Wow, he's, yeah. Yeah, he is. He's secretly <laughs> killing it. <laughs> we didn't even know he had a podcast. No. He's been secret, nope. secretly crushing the game since 1985. <laughs> 200 episodes in. One man. One, one other guy. guy. <laughs> <laughs> one other guy. <laughs> oh. Oh. Ooh. Ooh, I'm getting flat. flat it's getting hot up here. Oh, man. Wee. Might have to take off your, th- you, oh. might take off your three shirts there. <laughs> That's you got that nice that dad hunter well, shirt. That's a dad. It's not stayed. It's still white. It's it's smells, got, it still it's smells got good. Diesel oil on it. Still it smells barbecue good. sauce. Uh, all right, guys. The Long Ash Podcast here. Nick Libretti, Greg Waters, Secret Chris behind the camera. Apparently in front of the camera too. Yes. Don't know a goddamn thing about it. Nope. Uh, so. Greg, this is going to be a nice episode. This is going to be a it's, great episode. It's back to me and you for a bit. It hasn't yep. been me and you for It's always been me and you. <laughs> for a whole seven. But actually, it was a lot of me and you this weekend. Yes, it was. <laughs> so much me and you. Oh, Mac. <laughs> when you go going to San Francisco. <laughs> the we whole were, weekend. The whole, the whole the airport. Whole. <laughs> we were just... <laughs> So, all right, let's get a little backstory here because I feel like we just jumped right into it without it telling anybody. So we just got done with smoking in the Carolinas, and uh, it was it was my first time at the event. It, it was, was it was fantastic. It's a great event. It's a it's a dual event. You, you know, it was originally just a JRCigars.com event when we control all the stores. Now the stores are more of our sister company. So it's like a co-op event. So it's held at one of the, our big store down there in Burlington. We had a VIP dinner the night before, which Greg attended, um, even though he was on the guest list. And then the next day is the big event. Tell us your experience. So my experience. In so many words. So many words. Use your thoughts. <laughs> Definitely think about it before you speak. Reach into your Zen hole and pull it out. <laughs> That's right. where it is. Um, <laughs> It's from my hat. <laughs> That's your send hole. So I didn't know what to expect. Uh, huge crowd, a lot of cigars, a uh, lot of fans. I got my one fan. Reach, you know, shout out to my fan. What's his name, Greg? Uh, no idea. <laughs> I know he's from North Carolina, an hour out from Burlington. So if I ever wanted to stop by, I can go ask him myself. 
And then well, you're, are you just going to drive an hour outside of Burlington in every direction until you well, find you never, him? You never know. Are you my fan? <laughs> Hello, Johnny? Charlie? Skip? <laughs> Hank? Ah. Uh, damn. Was it Otis or something weird? Um, so a lot of cigars. Got to meet up with a lot of our cigar manufacturers from mm-hmm. Caldwell to uh, Miguel. Um, Mike Rosales was there. It was, uh, D- Dirty Fabian was there. Dirty Fabian. Got to see their booth in action. That was pretty awesome. The Tobacco Activation yes, Center. Did you, activation. Try, did you drink the coffee? I did. It was scalding hot. It was so hot <laughs> on, a, on a hot day. So hot. Nothing he's better like, <laughs> on a hot, humid day than a cup of even hotter black coffee. Yeah, it was so hot. I, the, I was like, oh, this is great. I can't taste anything for the rest of the day. <laughs> uh, food was great. I really all about it. And I, I do, I've done a lot of events and um, shooting them, of course. And uh, it was not shooting them, <laughs> filming them. It sounds I've, so terrible. I've done a lot of events here, Jeff. Let me tell you my resume. <laughs> Let me, well, yeah, I mean, I know, from, yeah, make, from the, Make-A-Wish and all the other fun stuff. Uh, it, was, it was up there. It was a lot of fun. A lot of cigars, a lot of beer, Red Oak. That was awesome. The Hummingbird is my the favorite. Band, the band, the was, band awesome. was sick. The band was awesome. And they played a very typical below-the-Mason-Dixon line set list. Yes. You had some... Um, what the hell is his name? Sweet Caroline. Sweet, Sweet Caroline was in there. To Florida Georgia line. They, they covered all the lines. Yes. <laughs> Blurred lines. <laughs> <laughs> that Robin Thicke song. Right? Oh, Blurred I, lines. Did they sing that song? No. <laughs> <laughs> that would have been awesome. I know it would have. Uh, um, yeah, so I, I'm I'm happy that you that you enjoyed it, Greg. It's it's a a really good way to first get to interact with our customer base, which I think is the most important thing. Um, yeah, we get to have fun, but me and you, we have fun everywhere. Right. Except at work. Uh, so we got to hang I'm out. I'm having fun. Well, this isn't at work. This is our time. This is, no, this is at no, work. No, but like they don't know we're I doing this. I wouldn't do this. this after work. They don't Nick. know we're doing this. Uh, well, do you think anyone down there knows we're doing this? <laughs> no. Yeah, not a clue. Even though I brought up to HR Kevin about doing a podcast live at Smoking in the Carolinas. Yeah, we talked about this. We talked about well, I actually talked to him, and he said we should go talk to, was it Brad? Yeah. We should bring it up. We should. Because he's thinking about doing some crazy stuff for next year. Not like crazy stuff, but like awesome stuff. Live topless men's podcast. No shirts. All right, I'll Which see you next Which would be great week. for me, considering the amount of costume changes I had during this weekend. <laughs> it yeah, was well, so we, hot. We can it definitely so get into hot. that. No, but it's a great way to first FaceTime with your customers. Uh, FaceTime with the manufacturer, bringing the manufacturers and customers together. Because, yes, you get to see them at events, but um, like the IPCPR trade show, customers aren't really allowed to go there. It's a retail-only thing. So to get a group of retailers together, a group of customers together with manufacturers under one tent uh, is a really cool experience. And I also like the, the, the sales aspect of it. Like, I, you know, there's a lot, of, a lot of great giveaways. All the articles I've read <clears throat> this week praising it, Cigar and Leisure Magazine wrote an article about it saying this regardless of the deal you get just by buying the ticket, getting the food, getting the beer, and getting the free cigars you get with your ticket price, the sales that we run that day are insane. And thinking of it now, we should have done this podcast a week ago and promoted the event. But I guess it was sold out already, so. It was sold out. But next, it was sold yeah. out like a week into. VIP tickets, I think, sold out within 24 hours. 24 to 48 it's wild. hours. It is. And there's a lot of people. I think they had over 1,000 people. Oh, the well, entire event. well over. Right. I'm, well, I'm, I'm not allowed to say how many because what the 12. 12,000 people? 100. Oh. <laughs> there's 12,000 people. I was trying to be secret about it. And totally just, nope. There's only one secret person here, Greg, and it's neither of us. Where is he? 
wow, I really lost him for a minute there, actually. Because yes, wow. <laughs> his head was behind the camera. I'm like, wait, he really left. So, um, so, so it was a great weekend. Right. Yes. So we got a lot of sticks from a, a lot of oh, different manufacturers. Man. You say you say just as much as anybody else has it. You do. Not on video. All right. So saying it on <laughs> video to just saying it to me in person is totally different? Yeah, there's a lot of things I do to you in person that we don't do on video. <laughs> Oh, anyway, my, go I hope on. my wife's not listening to this one. So uh, we got, so we didn't do a pick my stick. We did a pick our pick our stick, or we picked our own sticks yeah. from Smoking in the Carolinas, and we decided to go with the Camacho Triple Maduro. This these were handed to us by the good folks at the. Uh, so it was a, it was a triple triple booth actually triple triple action booth. You had Camacho, you had Davidoff, and you had um, oh. <coughs> Avo. I was just clearing my throat. I got. I it. know. I was yeah. just helping. Um, the you know, Camacho Triple Maduro glided in. You know, right into your zen. Oh. <laughs> the Camacho Triple Maduro is one of the um, it's most important, I think, cigars in terms of dark leaf tobacco. Um, it's been around for a number of years now. The Camacho family originally started the company, then it was owned by the Aroas. Um, Christian Aroa, who now you know runs CLE and Asylum, right. they ran it for many, many years. They were the developers behind a lot of the more famous brands they did. And then it passed into the hands of, they sold it to Davidoff mid to late 2000s. I want to say past 2005. The Camacho Triple Maduro is an incredibly unique cigar, and that is the, it is the first and still, I think, only. I might be mistaken. Christian might have released another one that's supposed to be similar, but in as far as I know, only cigar that uses Maduro tobacco for the filler, binder, and wrapper. So you have a Honduran, I'm sorry, you have a San Andreas wrapper, Mexican San Andreas wrapper. Um, you have Corojo and Honduran binder, and then you have a mixed Dominican, Honduran, and Brazilian filler tobaccos. This smells delicious. It really does. It is bold. It is chocolatey. The advice I have always given with the triple Maduro is... Try not to smoke it in an enclosed space. Good thing we're not here. Well, no, you know, I meant like in a, in a small lounge kind of area because with Maduro tobacco, just on the wrapper, it's, there's a lot of smoke that comes off it because of how it's fermented. When you have three layers of Maduro tobacco. It's a smoke bomb. Also, do you, you want to you light them up? Uh, and then I was going to get into a little, like, what Maduro is. Sure. Do you know what Maduro is? I think it's a type of wrapper. No, uh, type of leaf. Type mm -hmm. of tobacco. Let's light them up and then we'll get All right, we'll okay. get into it then. Jeez. What the hell was that? I don't know. <laughs> Here for the confused video. <laughs> we've got to do something with that. So uh, we're, we're hoping uh, we'll be a little bit more planned for IPCPR, but we're doing like confused Nick, and I'm, maybe I'll put in some clips uh, for the YouTube guys out there of Nick just walking around, and I framed the shot up making it seem like I was just shooting the event and Nick would just walk in very confused and lost the whole entire time. It was hilarious. So I'm going to put that right here this while we're cutting face, this up. This, I have a good confused face because as, as a big fat man, I look like I should be uncomfortable and lost in most places. <laughs> Except maybe in a food court. Remember they used to give you the little samples? They, uh, the, teri the teriyaki. The teriyaki, teriyaki chicken. Wow, we got a ninja. Oh, my, oh my God, Ninja Anthony and ninja Secret Anthony. Chris. Oh, man, people who are listening to this have no idea what's going no on. No idea. 
All right, so we're going to light this up. We got our trusty Zycar XO cutter. I'm a fan of the rapper and the, and the band. I meant yeah. band, not rapper. So not only did you interrupt me, you interrupted me with falsities. Oh, I didn't know you were, you were talking. <laughs> uh, it's built bold, though. Yeah. And I'm using my Calibri Daytona lighter. Hmm. Why do we pick this one, Nick? Out of all the ones that we got. What are some of the other ones we got? We got a lot of good ones. I got a Camacho Connecticut. I got, um, we got some four kicks <clears throat> from uh, Miguel Shodell of the Crown Heads. We got a, that new uh, Southern Draw, the uh, anniversary edition of the uh, Kudzu. Um, but I wanted to give you this because, first of all, I, I'm pretty sure it's your first Camacho. I'm pretty sure it's your first yes, Camacho. Yes, it's my triple. first Camacho. I think it's your first Camacho Triple Maduro, and that's an important milestone. It, you know, it, it's. I want to say, unfortunately, it's lost some of the glamour in, t in terms of you know publications and hashtag that, that that it once had, just because of the increase of limited editions and special unique cigars that's come out in the past ten years. But when I was working in the store, this was one of those. Like, only the true people knew about it. They were kind of hard to find. They were kind of expensive. They had weird, unique sizes. And like I said, it was the first cigar to be rolled this way and to use th this range of tobaccos. So, so San Andreas <coughs> wrapper, Honduras, Honduran mm. filler? The filler is actually a mix of Dominican, Honduran, and Brazilian. Okay. And then That's the binder is... Your strength I believe the, the binder is also Honduran. Okay. I think it's my first Honduran cigar. Never had any of the Alec Bradleys I've given? You've had to have a Prince Otto or something, right? I've had a Prince Otto. You're right. Yeah. Prince Otto. Yeah. Um, so, Maduro, Greg. Maduro. So, this is my second Honduran cigar. There you go. All right. Maduro uh, actually translates into, it means ripe. Okay. What happens when a banana gets ripe? It's very sweet and mushy. You're ripe right now. I, no, I found a really ripe <laughs> banana in the bottom of my book bag this morning. It was God, disgusting. Why do you have random fruits in your well, desk, uh, in your bag? It's just because it's one of those emergency case situations. It's on the guy's apron. <laughs> Anthony gets that one. He's, I don't know. He's just up here playing. I don't playing know why you're even talking even, to Anthony. Don't even know why. This, is, this is my time. You had your time. <laughs> you know, Ooh. you have your time every Monday with him. This is my time <laughs> with you on Fridays. You know? <laughs> Am I the, the child of two divorced dads? <laughs> Yes. <laughs> so Maduro means ripe. <laughs> uh, and yes, ripe connotates to sweet. So uh, and um, Steve Saka and um, Dave Lafferty, we've, we've talked to both of them before, and they've explained this to you as well, but it's, it's a method of fermentation that's different from, you know, regular either Connecticut wrapper, and it turns uh, the tobacco dark, Gives it that rich chocolatey taste um, and that touch of sweetness. Now, here's my thing that I've always wondered, and I should have asked Steve. Um, I believe only it, it only benefits certain types of tobacco to do this with. I imagine if you did this process with a Ecuadorian Connecticut, I don't think it would turn out the right way, but I might be mistaken on that. I'm honestly not entirely sure, but I know the process of making Maduro is a, it's a process. It's not a certain kind of seed, but only certain kind of seeds do they put through this process. There's Nicaraguan. Um, there's uh, obviously Connecticut broadleaf, Pennsylvania broadleaf. There's Mexican San Andreas. 
there's a lot. They're trying some new ones now. So now they have Ecuadorian Habano Maduro that they're trying it out with. So I, I do imagine it's a process that can be used for other kinds of tobacco, but mainly there's just your a generic kind of Nicaraguan tobacco, uh, Maduro, Connecticut Broadleaf, Pennsylvania Broadleaf, Mexican San Andreas is kind of the, the lineup. So here we have the Mexican San Andreas. So I don't even know if I actually mentioned this yet, why the cigar is called the Triple Maduro. Have I talked about this yet? Yes, because it's three different ma- Maduro it's really, wrappers. tobacco in, for, for, for the filler, right. binder, and wrapper. Right. Um, which it, is extraordinary. Is, it's not the, is this the first, first time that's happened? Right. Like when did I this said, cigar come out? Mm, this came out, I want to say, at the tail end of the Aroas owning it. I want to say it was 2004, 2005-ish. Between, between that and, like, 2010, around there. This smells awesome. Mm-hmm. I think this is my favorite smell. Like, if I smell this cigar, it just smells like a brownie. <clears throat> but just look at the amount of smoke that comes off of it from, like, one puff. Definitely getting that spice from the Brazilian, right? There's more spicy. The Brazil- yeah. Well, and also Mexican. <clears throat> Hold on. Chris, am I sad? Because I keep feeling like I'm talking over my own microphone. Am I good? Well, you just, you know, go like that, that. Yeah, but now I'm going to sound super loud. No. Here. It's better that way, See, that's that's why I think you have better podcast voices. I'm talking over my microphone. Now I feel I just like put it in front of my mouth. Now I feel like oh, do you? Yeah. Hmm. <laughs> secret Chris with a secret zinger. It was, it was too ripe, so it's too uh, soft. Ripe is the name of that band in the car I was listening to that you yelled at me for oh, when I was God. dancing. Uh, you're singing. Yeah. And got lost. All right. Anyway, I'll give you that much. Um. Oh, yeah, but that's why I say you have better podcast voice because I'm always talking. Who's texting me? Everyone I know is here. Um, so, yeah, Camacho Triple Maduro, like I said, big deal, man. Very big deal back in the day. Um, it still is. I think it's probably still one of their leading uh, brands, although the their whole, I'm not going to say <clears throat> infused, but their, their barrel-aged line now. All right, this is just going to go. Professional. You're going to put it there where it's just going to vibrate on the seat. Yeah, but it's going to feel nice. <laughs> In your zen hole? That's where it is. <laughs> um, so the, the barrel ages, um, I think, might have taken the moniker from, for best-selling Camacho. I mean, the Nicaraguan barrel age, the American barrel age was, I remember they did not, ex- they expected it to do well, but it ended up selling out incredibly quickly. And it was a while before they had more of them. That's the one that's aged in the American bourbon barrels. Right. Then there's the Nicaraguan barrel age that's aged in the rum barrels. Yep. And then there's the Davidoff Late Hour, which is also a barrel age from the same is company. It? Yeah, it's aged in scotch barrels. Oh. Mm-hmm. Well, fun fact of the day. There you go. Did you know? Give me, you, you give me a fun fact. Fun fact. The About kill count what? of John Wick 1 was 77 people. It was. And then John Wick 2 was 124. 128, yeah. 128. Almost doubled his original amount of kills. He's a goddamn machine. Dude, he is. Th- those yeah. writers were like, all right, how can we make this next movie better? What if he just kills twice as many people with twice as many odd objects? Is that what happened? You saw John Wick 2. Yeah, I did. Remember he actually used the pencil in that one? He did. 
he killed. There was that he big. Went, he went, that the, jo- sumo he went wrestler. the Joker on him. Yeah, that sumo wrestler guy. Remember, he had to shoot him like twelve times. Yes, he had like jump on his back. He shot him in the head twice, and he still wouldn't die. God, it's fine cinema. <laughs> fine, it's fine. It's like a nice fine wine. They, they, you. It's like a nice fine wine that you pour down a funnel because <laughs> it's high octane. So, what are your initial impressions? The band is like big and bold, and I think they do that with a lot of their cigars, right? Yeah, well, especially their more bold offerings. So the uh, the power band, the blackout, the triple Maduro. <clears throat> I gotta say, I like the band visually as a consumer. Uh, for my current job, I don't like it because it's it's very glossy and shiny, and it, if you put any kind of light on this, it's just you're not be able to read it. It's it's very hard to photograph. Is it? For how I photo, like, you know, for a simple Instagram shot. Yeah, if you wanted to set it up with your special camera and take, you know, a, a picture for the to cover of Time magazine, yeah, you can get it done. But for me, when it's, you know, volume, volume-based pictures, uh, it can be a, kind of a pain in the ass. It's very rich, chocolatey, mm-hmm. spicy, a little bit of leather. Mm-hmm. That's, That's what exactly I'm getting off of right how now. how I would describe it. And now I brought us up a special little treat. Brought up, you brought up treats? Where? I brought up special little treats. Oh, this guy. I decided to do... This is who made an appearance on our podcast. We actually have a guest. His name's Hershey. Oh, I don't know if we can say the name. Who cares? Hershey, Pennsylvania's mayor, Frank Gifford, is here. <laughs> I want, it, dude, if I nailed that, his, that his name is Frank Gifford. Oh. That's why that name came to you. Could have been his cousin. <laughs> it could have been. Frank, 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 too. Frank too. Um, so today, I mean, even though it's a, it's a little early in the show, but I figure out what I really want to do it now. Here's our, this is our, a part of our pairing that's caring. I thought we would do. Ooh. Sometimes you don't need a fancy beverage to enjoy with your cigar. You can enjoy a nice little sweet treat and nothing goes better with a chocolatey Maduro cigar, such as the Camacho Triple Maduro as a little, little piece of Hershey. So here, what you do is you do puff. Do a little puff. Mm. And then you did here. And then you just take a little... Oh, my God. It's melting everywhere. You just take a little piece of chocolate. A little piece. Just a little piece? A little, little piece. The one of the... A little morsel. I feel like we get, you get really close to the mic here. You don't have to be aggressive with it. Jesus. Well, I'm sucking my fingers. I got the chocolate. <laughs> That's terrible. Mm. Mm. I mean, any Maduro goes well with chocolate. How do you handle eating chocolate? Do you let it melt in the mouth? Like, let it sit yeah, there? Yeah, this, uh, this one was, was much melted when we opened it. Cause it was, well, it's, it's pretty nine, warm 96 up here. degrees yeah. up here. Uh-huh. It depends. You know what I like to do? Any M&M that has like a... Dude, just... Yeah, there you go. It's finger licking good. <laughs> uh, any kind of M&M that has like a special filling, like a peanut butter M&M... That I like to put in and I like to suck like the outside shell off and then yep. just have the peanut butter inside. Mm-hmm. Regular M M&M and M or even a Hershey's, I just, you know, just pop them. Pop, pop them like them pop them like Skits. Yeah, Skittles. Yeah, I don't I don't eat I don't eat Skittles. Oh. When I want something sweet, I like I like it more of a chocolatey than a fruity. Except uh, pink Starburst. Well, you like lollipops. That's more of a. I'm a <laughs> it's more of an. Oral thing. 
I'm trying to like like so I don't smoke cigarettes as much. You know, I quit I cigarettes or so oh, I don't. Hey, do other man, I, I I dipped for yeah. 14 years, and uh, that's how I weed it off with Tootsie Roll pops. That's why. That's why you look. That's why I you. broke the crap out of my teeth, and that's why I aged like five years later because I stopped. Five years later, five, five extra five years. How would you say that? I have no idea what you're talking about. Because I stopped, right I aged quicker. I got right. Yeah, I aged five years since I stopped because it relaxed me. Oh, okay. It took me a while to get there. I think you could have explained it better, but I also think I could have been sharper. I don't know on how it. to explain things. The stress has aged you five years since you were not able to relax anymore with your dip. Correct. I thought when you stopped doing it, it was it was bad for your body, and your body got like more crippled because you stopped dipping. And I'm like, this doesn't sound scientifically accurate. Yeah, you're right. Yeah, don't don't say that because we can get a lot of trouble. <laughs> Dip makes you young. <laughs> this is true. That's terrible. That's no, a good thing I have that little voiceover in the beginning of the podcast. What that that covers this? Yeah, I hope so. We'll see. Uh, what time is it? Time to go home. You ready? No. Right. So, chocolate <sighs> cigar. <clears throat> I like the pairing. Because it kind of settles the, the spice a little bit for me. Mm-hmm. Um, There's several. You're not going to sit here and have like 16 pieces of candy. No, no, but you, so that's why like, I got you break it in pieces and you have a little bit at a time. So what you you try to like this, you know, little tiny candy bar bar. Um, you try to finish it. Not entertaining enough for you as a candy bar. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> with um, you try to eat that whole thing with just with this type of cigar, or would you would you rather prefer like a big like a giant well, bar honestly if i'm actually if i want to do a full-on like a dessert cigar thing i'm going to do it like with a dessert this was just to give you an example i oh, mean this thing is melting so much well but no i wouldn't just if i wanted to have a cigar i wouldn't just have like cheers i wouldn't just have a giant hershey bar with me I would, you know like if you're at, at a cigar lounge that serves you know food and has desserts you know you do a chocolate like a devil's food cake or uh like a like a nice coffee-esque drink like a rich chocolate coffee drink like a mocha an Irish creme. This is where the breakfast out comes into play. Mm-hmm. The Guinness. Um, but I, I feel personally, this and this is 100% opinion, so you can't tell me I'm wrong, but you don't have to agree with me. I'm going to put that out there. Maduro and more chocolatey cigars are easier and, in my opinion, better to pair with food because, yes, you have spicy cigars and you have spicy food, but if I... If I'm like, if I just finished eating like a spicy Cajun pasta dish, I don't want to go have a super spicy cigar afterwards. No. But if I have, if I'm having like a nice rich cup of like mocha coffee and I'm having like a devil's cake or like even a chocolate cheesecake, a chocolatey Maduro, not infused like a tobacco, even though tobaccos are good, but a nice rich chocolate coffee-esque cigar matches very well. That's my opinion. Yeah, I can see that. Because, like, you know, the other, yeah, Maduro's, yeah, like you said, Maduro wants to match with food. So, not, you won't, yeah. you wouldn't take, like, a Ecuadorian Connecticut or something like, like, a laid out, like, I'm not saying you should go take a dab it off and, and eat yeah. with it. But that type of cigar, you're not going to, I feel like every cigar has its place. Yeah, like, you wouldn't have, like, three spicy tacos and then, like, a super strong spicy cigar. You know what I mean? Right. 
How was that the taco salad, by the way, today? Taco salad right through me. Yeah, we saw. Yeah, well. We heard. <laughs> we heard this, the devil screams for help out of the bathroom. Yeah. It sounded like a haunted choir. Just like, just like I said when uh, you asked where I was going, guns out. I think it's because you ate taco salad. What's wrong with that? What's wrong with that? A lot of things. It's just no shell. It's basically everything you would put in a taco without but, the shell. But, so, but like we're going to call it a salad because there's some shredded lettuce in it. We're gonna it's not call shredded. It. Cut nice romaine. I wouldn't put that on a sandwich. I don't, it's too leafy. I don't like, and this is, again, opinion. I don't like when people take a food, just add lettuce, and then say it's that food salad. It's like throwing lettuce on top of pizza. Oh, it's pizza salad. Yeah, pizza salad. So you're okay with calling it a burrito bowl? I don't call it a burrito bowl. I just say, can I have the bowl, please? And there's a difference. So it's the difference in being I'm not adding some stupid thing to that burrito and calling it a this burrito. I'm not adding cheese to it. Oh, now it's a pizza burrito. You know what I mean? You're just you're just like adding lettuce to something. It's not it's not a salad. You know what I mean? Well, I hear you what you're saying, but it now is. have I eaten taco salads before? Goddamn right I have. All right, good. But I just I order the <laughs> I order the leafy taco is what I call it. Leafy taco. Yeah. That's what you call it now. All right, we'll get to know. Oh, dude, but you ever get you ever get one that actually comes in like the big shell bowl? Yes, and then you break Delicious. it. Delicious. And then it's basically didn't Wendy's, not, didn't Wendy's do that? Yes, <laughs> probably. I think Wendy's did that. And then you break off the shell bowl, and it's basically just eating nachos at that right. point. Like, you, you might as well just like start hitting it with your yeah. fork, and then it nachos. Well, just start smoking crack at that. It's the same level of health as the taco salad. So, what was your favorite part of smoking the Carolinas, Nick? The friendship. I knew that pissed you off. Um, uh, the, the, VIP the, the, the domino, the dominoes, oh, late, the night. late night dominoes, and then the twelve thirty call to bedtime. Only for you, dude. I I gave you guys. I told I, you I can hang out till twelve thirty. I bought the pizza and I beat you. And Rami, Rami. He taught me how to play Jim Rummy. Five minutes later, I beat you and him. you and Anthony. I beat. Well. I, I discussed about playing Jim Romy 500 and went all went right over their heads. It was hilarious when we were playing. Yeah, we weren't tired and drenched in sweat and rainwater from a, a 14 hour day. So apologies. Yeah, we uh, for not learning a new a brand new card game. I, I taught Anthony and and Nick here how to play Romy, and it was hilarious with Anthony. He would never rebuild if his card went through because when you play with th you know three people to two people, gave up. it's it's a total different game. And uh, he's like, my card just went past. And he just would flip cards, flip cards, and hopefully reshuffle and, and nick one. Well, but I can see his point. If I was like a card or two away from winning and then I saw Anthony, oh, so put, Anthony the world. put down the one that I needed, then you go, I would just be like, I would, I would, like what am I going to do, rebuild now? Like, yeah, you guys, it's called adapting. I know, but you guys have, what are the odds then? Because I'm I'm I wouldn't quit, but you guys have already, you're already in the process of building, like you already have your, thing built already so now i gotta rebuild it's from scratch about a, yeah no i mean i, I would no, do no, it right. but i would be you I would, would be it, just right. as devastated as he was right how devastated were you at how is he we still have, here we have, we have a special guest you can come by and say hello yeah all right well that's awesome <laughs> that's embarrassing so <laughs> besides uh dominoes and rami what was your what was your best part of the whole entire event hush just puppies. the oh hush my puppies. god hush puppies. Oh. this let me tell you. 
this place that catered the I feel event, like I need to add music to this. I'm, I'm going to give like, them a full rating right now. No, oh, if you're in the alert. if you're in the burning the burning, you're at Burning Man. <laughs> if you're in the Burlington, North Carolina, you're on fire. I got a place for you. <laughs> if you're in the Burlington, North Carolina area, go to Grill Five Eighty Four. We went there for lunch the day we arrived. They catered the event the next day, and then we went there for a dinner that night. And each meal was a cacophony and a symphony of interesting flavors and kind of attractive waitresses. <laughs> it was, it was so good. It's so good. It was so good that all these promises of going to all these other places went down the drain. Yeah, I got no Biscuitville. I saw no biscuits being. Well, you know what? You talk so much shit about your theory of biscuits that I don't think you deserved it. I think you're at a rating of one to ten right now. You're at least a ten. I don't think you. I don't think you deserved Biscuitville. That's why I didn't take you. Wow, you you didn't deserve it. No, I think I deserved it. Every time I'm like Biscuitville, you're like, oh, I don't like doughy, whatever pastries or whatever you call them. So you didn't deserve it. I don't like pancakes. I don't like waffles. I don't like doughy things. If it had it as a sandwich, you like me when we. When we, I love how to, when it takes you that second to get yeah. a joke in your mid-sentence and then you just laugh. And then uh, when we had breakfast at the hotel, they had biscuits. I made a nice little sandwich. I enjoyed and that. And how was it? It was good. It was. It wasn't biscuit, Phil. If, if I got up a little bit earlier, I, I feel robbed. I would have used that waffle maker. I feel robbed. I'm a little upset about but, it. Uh, all right. We didn't go to Biscuitville. We didn't go to Bojangles. But you did get the best steak sandwich of your life. I did. Not cheesesteak. We go. Let's make that no. distinction. Prime, Tell them what prime. it was. Ribeye sandwich with a nice piece of uh, two pieces of sourdough bread, nice lightly buttered, toasted, cut up ribeye steak, sautéed mushrooms and onions with a nice slice of American cheese. With the coleslaw was that coleslaw banging, was banging. and sweet potato fries. And then for the catered event, they had a whole array of foods for the, for the Smoking the Carolinas main day. They had, what were those, kielbasis, those sausages? Yes. So they had the kielbasis. They had uh, grilled chicken. Grilled chicken. Brisket. They had brisket. But the cream de la cream was the hush puppies. The hush puppies were good. They ha- it, it, And that dude, goes back to the doughy things. There's bread yeah. stuff. I don't like that, but those were but, delicious. Uh, here's the thing, though. I'm, I'm, not, I'm not trying to be. No, I'm not, I know. I'm just saying. That's not doughy because well, hush puppies flowery. are potatoes. But it's are it's, they? Really? it's a potato, right, that. Anthony? Yeah. Hush puppies are potatoes, right? Did you secret Chris? Can we get a Google on that? What are? Okay, Jesus. Reach it. Let me reach into my Zen hole. There it is. Um, what do you keep looking at me for. I uh, just you saying Zen hole. You uh, told me that that was my Zen hole. <laughs> well, I I thought we were over it. Uh, hold on, hush. Puppies. I think it is a mixture of flour and cornmeal, then fried. That's what it is. Oh no, you're right. It's a. It is. It's hush puppy is a small, savory, deep fried ball made from cornmeal. Boom. But it was so good. So bad. I don't know. Ash bag. I don't know why I said that. Um, that was good. The banana pudding. That was banana pudding. I think it was. I, I thought hope. it was just like a. Pudding. I think it was there was banana. chunks of something in there. It was delicious. It was so good. It was and so then good. we went there again for dinner that night. I got the um, Maria's favorite the pasta for days. It was so much. I did it. I ate a lot of it, but you couldn't tell. 
No, you it, you didn't even put a dent in it. Mm-mm. Well, we also we had full salad bar. We did have full salad we bar, had, which uh, we only went once. That was another disappointing thing. We had spinach artichoke dip. We did wings. Oh no, it wasn't even a spinach. It was spinach parmesan dip and wings. We had wings. They had bread. Bread. They brought it. It's a good salad bar, though. Not Charlie Brown's level, but it was a good salad bar. It was, it was not bad. Yeah, it was okay. I need a little bit more dressings. But I, I would say, I mean, the food there was definitely one of my favorite parts. We met the chef. We met the chef, and uh, and his wife, Lee, came out to say hi to us. Um, but I, I don't know. Just it the was, event itself. It was itself. a fantastic run establishment. I will say, you know, one of the best restaurants I've ever been to, really. From everything from that lunch to that dinner. Uh, like even catering, because catering is probably one of the hardest things to do oh, yeah. um, in the in the food business. Because you know I'm a professional, and uh, <laughs> I've been to a lot of events. Yeah, I, I, I used to be a chef um, in my own kitchen, and uh, used to be. Uh, and then uh, <laughs> you're making taco salad. I'm making taco salad. <laughs> Uh, and then we had Red Oak Brewery there with their Red Oak is re- yeah, they, now that Hellerbach beer. I think they, they might make it. I they think make that's one that, of right? Yeah. I, but I do know that was a 7% the guy was telling yeah. me. The same color that's the one as... we had at the end of the day. Yeah. Delicious. I, it, that was so good. That's when I really wanted to leave. And you're like, have one beer with me. And we sat down. And I'm like, all right, this is all right. Yeah. Well, <laughs> then, like, then you calm down a little bit. It was a very, it was a long two days. It was, the weather was not, the weather was better on, during the day, day of the event. The VIP dinner with poured, poured rain, but was also humid and hot. Um, we had every type of weather for this day in the summer. Except for snow. Well, right. It was rainy, humid, and then cold and windy, and then really sunny. We got all four seasons in, in a... All three. Uh, three out of four. Well, I mean, you know, it doesn't have to snow in the winter. It could just be cold. No, you're right. Maybe that's how it is in North Carolina. There's... Oh, dude, I, th- I think North Carolina is probably one of those places where they get a half inch of snow and they shut down the world. Well, yeah, remember, you just learned something that down south, they don't have all-wheel drive cars. It's a special order. I I'm not saying I don't believe it. When I say I can't believe it, it's more of an expression. Oh, I, got you. I can't believe that. Like, yeah, because my parents are moving down there. My dad was looking at trucks or even like the Subarus, I think, are not even all-wheel drive down there. I think. Don't quote me on that. I... Is that like maybe my like, fan can tell me if they s- sell all-wheel drive cars because he's an hour away from. But Burlington. like, I, I understand snow is not a problem down there. But if you're getting a jeep or a pickup truck and you, off-roading, or if you have a ranch down there, like you need that's well, the whole it's special point. Special order. Of it. It's not like they just have a lot of them. Like but special order. I'm pretty sure all Subarus up here are just all-wheel drive. You I have think special so. order I think, or I think non-all-wheel Subaru, drive. I might be. I might be biting Except my maybe on maybe one. the um, the WRX is it WR. WRX is yeah. uh, all-wheel drive? Yeah, all, they're all all-wheel drive. Subarus. I'm trying to get something out of him, and I, like, I don't know why he's up He there. doesn't want to be a part of it. Then why is he here? He's here, to, he's here to watch. He wants to be live. He wants to hear live. Get out of here. Go on. You know where to go. But yeah, I just find that really weird. What just happened? I, I just can't believe they don't have... At first, like, I can't even see it for... A Subaru, like the one you have, like a sedan, like, okay. Right. But they're making pickup trucks without all-wheel drive? Yeah, because down there, they obviously don't need it. So save the money and buy the, you know, they have a better chance of selling that car because it's cheaper. Does it save that much money on a car? Yeah, I think it's around three to three to five grand for all-wheel drive. Really? Yeah. 
Ah, well, what are you going to do? Yeah, what are you going to do? Uh, speaking of cars, I'm looking to get a new car. Are you? Mm-hmm. What kind? Well, I currently have a Compass, Chief Compass. I want to either get the new Compass, or I have been looking at a Toyota RAV4 because the new design is bitchin'. It's so cool looking. It looks really it nice. It looks exactly like the Compass. No, it doesn't. It's, yeah, it's, it's pretty cool. It's, uh, it's more, there's more, like, edges to it. The more like is, the Lexus? It's simply, kind of? actually, I would say it looks similar like to Pavel's uh, Lexus. You know Business Pavel? Mm-hmm. BP? Yeah. <laughs> it looks similar to his, to his Lexus. Okay. Oh, I also got to give a shout out to uh, HR Beth for providing us with the candy. Yes. Thank you, HR Beth. HR Beth works for HR Kevin. Yep. Uh, great Fantastic. department over there. Great department. Great. They're, they just, they give us fresh Reese's. I don't, there's not cabinet. a bad thing I could say about either of our HRs. No. Fantastic they're, people. They're top department in the company. You know? Free candy. And Free chips. Candy. She and helped chips. me organize the barbecue. She did? Mm-hmm. I was more on top of that barbecue. Dude. Brothers. Brothers. Uh, <laughs> Grill brothers. Me. Brothers. Me and Nick Libretti. Me. One man, two meats. <laughs> One spatula. <laughs> Uh, 16 hot dogs, 25 hamburgers, 10 veggie burgers, three on the floor, 300 starving people. What do they do? Oh no. Are there any veggie burgers left? I want a veggie burger. Do I want cheese or no cheese? I only have one chance of one bite, one opportunity. I hated when they would come up and like put in orders. I'm like, this is not an orders. I'm just making them and I'm putting them in a tray. Like this is not, I'm not taking special requests. Oh, you get that? I felt like, um. I felt like Gordon Ramsay was watching us. I got tickets flying. I got, I'm throwing burgers. Yeah. I'm ripping them out of boxes. Our I'm barbecue like, in the parking lot was exactly like a Gordon Ramsay restaurant. It was. He would be on the, he'd be like, wow, look how clean this grill is before we started. Uh, did you, you didn't clean it. No. Uh, what's, uh, I think Alberto you think I'm going to clean something? I think Alberto cleaned it. No. I was going to bring my grill daddy and clean it. You know, you know what the grill daddy is? It's, no. that, it's that brush that has the, you put water in it and it shoots water with the brush. So it's like washing it as you bristle it. Ooh. Dude, it's only like twenty bucks. You should get one. It's it's the best grill cleaner out there, and we are not sponsored by them yet. Yet. Speaking of sponsorship, don't forget to use code Long Ash. Long Ash for this entire two days today and tomorrow. One word. Long Ash coupon code. Twenty percent off your entire order from JRCigars.com. Some exclusions may apply. Coupon code Long Ash. Twenty percent off your order. But yeah, Toyota Rav Four. I think it looks good. I think it's a little bit cheaper, and I think it's just going to be more well made than the Jeep. Well, Toyotas are pretty well made. Dude, my brother had a 94 Camry that he bought for two grand in like 2002 or whatever, 2004. Drove it for a couple years. Then he got his first pickup truck. He got like a used something pickup truck and he sold it. It was like, it was like the air conditioning was broken. The door handles were broken. He sold it to his friend's mom for like a, like a dollar just to like sell it. Like, here, you take it. That was 11 years ago, 10 years ago we sold it. She's still driving it. It has 350,000 wow. miles on it. Nothing else in the car worked except for, like, the car part of it. Like Those Toyotas. The, the, Not the, sponsored by them either. No. But the battery, the alternator, the engine, like, all that is the old stuff. Like, the, the radio doesn't work. The windows don't go down. Like, everything else is just shot. But that car still runs. Well, we talked about our first cars that we ever we ever had. And I had an, a 1989 Ford Taurus station wagon. All maroon, baby. All maroon. It was... It that is was, the color you think of when you think of a Ford Taurus station wagon. Yeah, it was terrible. But point A to point B, loved, loved every second of it. My grandparents had 
like a 90, early 90s, um, like baby diaper brown for Taurus station wagon. Like it was like that light brown, but it like Delicious. doesn't look good. Yep. What were they thinking? And like not them, like the some, people that made both that my car. Grand, had some grandparents lived in two different states. One lived in New York, one lived in New Jersey. Only met when my parents got, you know, got together. They both would keep the roofs up in their car because like, you know, they had that felt, that like crappy material that was like yes. the roof. Mm-hmm. They ke- both kept it up with colored thumbtacks. They didn't have like a meeting and was say like, like this the, is what we should do. Like it, it was the one. If you looked at it, you thought it was candy. It was like just a round. Like it, there was no like the dots that yeah, come the dots, on this sheet, yeah. sh- sheet of paper. Which I haven't seen those dot thumbtacks because in they're a while. definitely terribly made. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's probably something found out that they're like, yeah, we shouldn't have given these to the children. <laughs> um, it was just like, wait, wait, why are you giving thumbtacks to children anyway? You never ate candy as a child. What does that have to do with thumbtacks? Because you said they look like candy. Yeah. Oh, yeah. But I, I don't think they stopped making them because people were confusing the two. <laughs> no, I was saying no. I was talking about that. The candy itself was pro- there was some. You haven't seen them in a while, so I was basically saying mm-hmm. that there was chemically something was wrong with them. Oh, because kids were eating them. Right. I would think that just the fact that they're eating thumbtacks would be bad enough. Not the chemical makeup of the thumbtacks. The fact you have tiny little spears. You think we had in a whole stomach? weekend together? We'd be on the same page. <laughs> That's what we should do. We should go away every weekend and plan our next week's podcast. Yes. Um, but yeah, the Ford Taurus was my first. I told you my first car was a. It, it, honestly, the year this car came out, it was re- super nice. It was an 88 Pontiac 6000 Stud. Limited edition. Wow, limited edition. This thing. How many had, did they make? Only 500 of them? Um, probably 500,000 of <laughs> them. But this thing, it had, it said data center, and then it had a little, like, picture of the car on the dashboard where, like, if the door was open, like, the door would light up, or if there was a problem with the engine, like, there would be a little picture of the engine, and it was, like, one of the first cars to do that. Wow. And that, I want to say that thing, brand new in 1988, was probably, like, 10 grand, and it was a higher-end car. That's what I want to do. I want to travel back in time with like $100,000 and buy like a 67 Shelby, a 68 Ferrari GT, and then it's like put them in like a, like a bunker. Like dig and a then, hole. And yeah, then, and then and come up. back now and have like $10 million worth of cars. There you go. Yeah, I'm working on it. Secret Chris is where we've got a plan. Oh, do you? Yeah. yeah. Got, you got a barn I'm setup? cutting you in. Oh, I'm oh okay. You in. I'm glad I'm here. Yeah. Oh, okay. I'm, I'm cutting you in for, well, for I appreciate percentage. that. Well, you got to help. You got to cook the meals while we work on the machine. Hmm. No taco salad. Taco salads for all. <laughs> just, just toss it out. Sal. Stuffed peppers and and chicken paprikash for all. No, you make something else out of it. What are you? You're good with uh, uh, chicken cacciatore. Uh, I mean, yeah, but I'm not. It's not what I'm talking about. Keep going. Keep listening. To things. Uh, ch- chicken parm. Do you make chicken parm? Yeah. You can just eat it a lot. No, I make it. Do well, I sh- no. So. <laughs> Well, the reason why I eat a lot of chicken parm now is because after my kids' swim lessons, it's uh, $10 chicken dinners at my local Italian place. Oh, bargain hunting at the Italian. Deal-centric right there. Does it start with an olive and end with a garden? No. No, no, no. It's it's a real, like, Italian place that's been there for, like, years. 
and do a ten dollar chicken dinner. Dominic's and Clinton. Of course, it's a, it's a Dominic's or a Tony's or a Jelly's. Well, yeah, they're all the same. I want. I, I would go to a place. I'm a little more authentic than you, Greg. If my Italian place is named after a guy, it's got to be like Gaetano's, like a really Ginzo name. Well, they have to be like that up here because then, like you a, know, they'll a, all be the same yeah, up here. a super Ginzo name. I mean, it has to. I love it. I but love it, it ends all in an I. <clears throat> no Gaetano's ends in an O. Oh, well, one of the vowels. <laughs> or I like the, the, new, the new trend for like these kind of hipster Italian places. This is like really short words like Spiga. I don't even know what you're talking about. Like for like, like there's an Italian place by me that's for like younger people. It's like more of like a hip Italian place. It's called just called Spiga. Don't even know what that means. What's this world coming to? I don't know. Like yeah, it's, it's, it's his generation. Secret Chris's generation. Yeah. He's older. Yeah, than you. in body only. <laughs> I don't even know what that means. Uh-huh, neither. This is pretty good, Nick. I like it. The um. As I get older and smoke more cigars, I get to be a little more critical of like the smaller things. And I will say, I'm not I'm not a fan of the band, both like I said before, because of its shiny. And I also hate long bands. I got you. Because whether you know, however put together, like, however well put together they think the band is, by having to remove a band, especially early on, there's always a risk of screwing something up. Which is why a band should be placed as close to the top as possible, or a simple like a crown heads, like a simple foot. Band that, that, that's just taped together that you can easily slide off. But a band like that, I mean, don't forget, this entire thing is glued the entire way down. Yeah, but it, so. it wasn't usually, and, and I agree about the bands, there's some bands that come off and they just start shredding. This came off pretty easily. It though. did, it did. I mean, it's so yeah, a little... I, I'm not little, too mad about I it. I got a little rapper... Oh, do you? ...thing. If you see, not like that burn part, but like right there. Yeah. See how it's um, coming came up a little bit? Gotcha. Huh. But I'm not, like I said, I'm not one of those super, stri- I'm not a super strict uh, reviewer or rater where like, oh, the band, okay, was difficult coming off, that's, that's five points. I'm like, no, maybe it's just, it's just a, I'm just giving you a point. Like, hey, take my point and fix that. I used to talk to George Sosa about that with the, uh, the Al Bradley uh, black market and the cardboard seat that comes on. I'm like, dude, it's just a pain in the ass and you, you got to like, you got to leave the cigar out for like a few minutes after you take that cardboard band off or else you, you taste it. You got to, you got it, to, it, it's not like permanent, but you got to take it out of the sleeve and then like let it sit for a minute or else I always taste the cardboard on it. Really? It's a shame because that's an amazing cigar. It's, you know, like, don't do cardboard. Just do whatever these are made. What is this made out of? What do you think? I don't know. I don't know materials that well. What is, oh. whatever this is. Secret Chris, you know, like, what, like what a, a cigar band, like glossy paper, I guess. Yeah. Remember the, Everyone would make the joke when you were a kid, like, oh, did you get that from Poland? We were kids at different times, weren't we? <laughs> yeah, we were. Yeah. I don't think there was Poland Spring at my time. <laughs> there, was, there, was, there was a hose water. <laughs> the, yeah, oh, my God. And everyone had the good hose, like, Love oh, the bad the hose. hose. Water. Hose water was the best. After running around, playing football all day, baseball, whatever, and just take, take a hose to the face. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> you know what my water was? So my grandparents lived in Queens. And to this day, and anyone who disagrees with me can come and find me, the best water out of a sink in the United States comes from New York City. No. Yes. It's, you can Google it. It's, it's, it's a fact. 
You can Google it. New York the, City. Not. I'm not saying that. There's, like, you know. there's, a, there's a body count for movies, and then there's another site for the best water that comes out of a Dude, sink. Dude, it's so well known. New York City water is the best water. And my grandfather would literally, when he would come out for a weekend, when they When's would come the out, last time you've had water out of a sink in New York City? The last time I was in New York City. When was that? I don't know, a few weeks ago. A few weeks ago, you went, you're like, I got to find a sink. No, when I was in New York City, and I was like, I don't know, I was at like a friend's apartment or something in Queens, and I'm like, I just took a cup of water. Can I get some of that sink water? Dude, first of all, what bothers me is people here where we're from who are like, I'm like, hey, you have any water? Like, oh, we have the sink. That's disgusting. That's, that's sickening. Except the water in New York City comes from an aquifer. So it's clean, it's crisp, it's a little sweet, it's delicious. Have you ever tried, like, str- do it. Don't go, so, to like, don't go to, you know, like some crappy burned down apartment building and try to use their no, sink water. I'm talking water. about, like, because I worked in Times Square, I would take water out of the fountain in the hallway. Tastes like, didn't taste good. Also, you got to come down to good old Ringo's and have, first of all, have water out of a, a, a nice well. I think we've, we've made the establishment here that with the exception of Grill 584, our, our food profiles are way off each other. Because you hate everything I've ever suggested for you ever. That's not cigars, and not Grill Five Eighty Four. You have hated everything. I haven't hated it, Chris. Yeah, I hated everything. Yeah. Yep. Whoa, 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 whoa! Bingo. First of all, bingo, the, bingo. The place you guys went last week, the the hot dog truck. <laughs> he didn't come. I went. I've been going that hot dog truck for years. Yeah. The one in Booton? Yeah. I've known that that's, I've been going there for years. <laughs> so why don't you go back into your shadows? <laughs> one man, one hot dog stand. So five Italian hot dogs <laughs> and a birch beer. Birch beer is so good. It was good. You know what was great with the chili cheese dog and a birch beer? The new Las Cavalieres. Yeah. You told me you Ooh. liked it. Oh, that, I, I see, it, I see that, that twinkle out. in your eye. Oh, man. We got to get John on this show. He'd be a lot of fun. We should. We have some guests coming up, though. We do. We have some cool guests. We have, we have Steve. We have our Steve episode coming up, and then we have uh, Jamie, Jamie from from, uh, from Balmoral. Royal, Royal Agio. That's I know. I'm, I'm gonna make the joke again. When you get Agio. Yeah. When you get when again when an Italian when you're eating, and maybe you have too much pasta. And it's like like if you have gnocchi, like a lot of gnocchi. Yeah. You know. You know. Yeah, I know. Yeah, and I know. you have like even half a bowl of gnocchis. A quarter so of a bowl heavy. too much. It's so heavy. <laughs> That's so much gnocchi, especially with a thick sauce. Oh, man. Uh, so you have half a bowl of gnocchi, and then you're like, you know, and you, get, you feel, you got that, I got the Royal Aggio. It's like, you got the, you know, you got the Aggio. I don't have regular Aggio. I have Royal. I got the Royal Aggio. <laughs> I always find Italian words, like when, when, I, when I play NHL on Xbox with my friends, and we look at like, you know, half, after the first period, you look at all the stats, like how many hits you had, and then the shots on goal. I'm like, that sounds like an Italian sauce. Like, and they get a little shits and goal. <laughs> Shit, shit, no, shit, son, goal. <laughs> Definitely sound like shit, son, goal. I didn't. Look uh, <laughs> at the shit, son, goal. I could have left for mine. Look at that, Joe. Oh, my cigar went out. Oh, no. It happens to me every time. I think that's, that is my well, biggest you, negative with smoking cigars is I talk so much that my cigars always go out. Well, I'm enjoying this. It's good. It's very good. Like, it's, in the beginning, a little, little spice, but after that, leveled out. How was it with the chocolate, though? Great with the chocolate. Oh, I can go for like a chocolate it, milkshake right It'd be now. great with a root beer. Chocolate milkshake. Chocolate milkshake. A creamy one, not a chunky one. No. Who gets chunky milkshakes? Oh. 
root beer float. I figured because I like creamy milkshakes, you probably like chunky ones. No. You gotta hate everything that I love. No, I don't. I don't hate on everything you love. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. <laughs> I have high expectations because you're taking my my hard earned dollars, and if it's not good, then I'm. Uh, uh, great story is that my father is is worse than me. So every time we go to a restaurant, so they're moving down to Sunset Beach, we'd go and visit, and we'd be like, all right, so where are the places to eat? And if he goes, oh, um, this place, it's not bad. When he says it's not bad, it's not good. Then when he goes, yeah, it's pretty good, then okay, it's decent. And then when he rants and raves, that's when you know the place is good. And I think there's only three places that he always rants around. One of them was like was like a food truck. And or one, wasn't one, it? one, yeah, right. Well, yeah, Stewart's Stewart's root beer stand because <laughs> he loves the chili cheese. Are dogs. you making Are you making a joke right now? No, you uh, better not because uh, Stewart's root beer stands. No, he's saying it's good. Yeah, I'm like, but yeah. I thought you were teasing. No, because no, he thought no, that no, was no. Like, That's um, high quality. There's. Well, you've been missing out. And uh, the, the other place was in Aruba, which, you know, I can go there anytime. Probably of the an day. Italian joint in Aruba. No, it's a steak place. Right. Wow, I can't believe I'm forgetting. Because, you know, all the, uh, that wild cattle that just roams the plains of Aruba. I what, I was, what that place is called. Wow. Uh, sandals? Th- no, it's so good. It is good. Um, <laughs> and then some. Oh, and he always rants and raves about the pizza in uh, Lambertville. He just talks about how good the pizza is there. Three places. Chili cheese dog, a steak. And a pizza place that you ran some raves about. I mean, those are the food groups. That's the food pyramid right there. Right. It's more like the food square, I guess. Pizza is like the entire bottom layer and then two This is also coming from the guy that doesn't like chopped onions in in his food or see it, or he doesn't like garlic, which is I am, I got to say, I thought, especially when, and I know all kids hate vegetables. I am shocked at the amount of vegetables I eat now and like the ones I like... I remember one day I hated peppers my entire life. I hated every vegetable, like when I was a kid. I barely ate salad. I hated vegetables. And then one day I was helping my dad. They were doing uh, him and our family friend who was uh, an Italian butcher. He's the one we go to for the Easter meats that I let you try. Uh, Mr. Frucci. <laughs> Mr. Tony Frucci is his name. He's off the boat. He's got an accent and everything. His uh, daughter was on... Uh, Say yes is, to the is he dress. one of those guys whose last name was like spelled wrong or said wrong when he gets no, to no, 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 because he, he it came sounds over like Tony Fruit Tree. No, it's just Tony Frucci. Well, Anthony it sounds Fru- like it sounds Anthony like, Frucci. It, it sounds like Fruit Tree. Well, no, Frucci is a, a pretty common Italian name. But I remember we were getting ready. My sister went to an all girl Catholic high school, and they were doing the big barbecue, you know, yearly barbecue. And so, like, they volunteered that he was going to supply a lot of the meat, and my dad was going to go over and help him, you know, get everything ready. And I remember they were getting the sauce and your peppers ready the night before. I'm at the, the butcher shop in, in, in Nutley, New Jersey, which is like Ginzo heaven. And Chris knows. And they're putting the sauce and peppers together. And he's got, you know when a good sausage and peppers, when the peppers are like gooey with like the olive oil and they've been cooked and they're yeah, so- soft. And I just, I was looking at him and I'm like, I just took a fork and I ate it. I'm like, oh, and I just started eating the peppers. And that's when I fell in love with peppers. Okay. And then my grandmother used to cook the crap out of spinach, like a lot of garlic and salt, and that's why I eat spinach now. You start to realize when you start cooking that, like, those are the ba- like, usually the most basic thing is garlic and salted, you know, salted onions in the beginning, oh. olive oil, and that goes into almost everything. Oh, I love onions now. I onions, onions are on, so I good. I don't, I'm not crazy eggs. about raw onions. I'm not crazy about raw onions. Uh, like on a, even on a burger or something, I don't. Yeah. I don't like a flavorless crunch. It's if not flavor. It's got that spicy 
taste to it. You're getting a wrong. You got to put the right the onions the on. Onions. Well, yeah, you got the red onion is the ones you got to get. All that you're I eating just go raw. to a burger place and they just give me onion. Yeah, if they give you just a regular white onion, yeah, you don't eat that. But if it's a red onion, definitely give it a try. It's a total different ball game between the two. I love sauteed. Sauteed? I love grilled onions. Crispy onions? Like an onion, onion straw? straw. Oh. We're going after this. We gotta go. Where are we going? I don't know. We gotta oh, find, right. well, gotta find we'll onion, go. We gotta find some onion straws. <laughs> I'll make it in the sandwich maker. That's not a thing that okay. you have. All right. It's well, not a real thing. It's a thing. Uh, so, as we're... But, so why don't we do some final thoughts final on thoughts. the Camacho Triple Maduro? I'm going to go for one more last puff here. Oh, those are your thinking eyes. Those are the eyes you make when you're thinking hard. <laughs> uh, I like the size. Big fan of the size. Besides, I mean... Really, it's a solid, overall solid, solid smoke. It's like tricky to make because it's like it's nothing that I've had. You know, usually all the you know good things that I have, it's always coming to me. I never really had this, so it's kind of it shocked me. So I would go, I would probably go eight point eight to eight point nine on this guy. Now, this is something that uh, I don't know what the price point on this cigar would be. Oh, they're not that bad. I want to say they're in the maybe 10, 10? 10, 11, somewhere in there. I think this is, a, you know, if you got a nice, nice beer or more chocolate, because I eat mine, because I didn't want to melt any more than I mm-hmm. needed to. Um, oh, overall, I think it's a, a fantastic, nice. a fantastic smoke with a lot of flavor. Very and this nice. is what, medium full? That's it's straight up full. Is it straight up full? It was. Uh, they haven't changed the blend on it, but you got to remember that this was, you know, the full body of full bodies when it came out. But look at all the cigars in the past 10 years that have come out. To right. compete with it. I mean, just about everything Steve Saka makes, with the exception of maybe the moisture to Saka, is stronger than this, you know? Um, I give it an 8.6, and I'll tell you why. It's a solid cigar. I have great memories of this cigar. However, my palate has changed now, and I, I'm just more of a fan of the kind of uh, more broadleaf stuff that's coming out, or even how Steve did the uh, Sin Compromiso which is a similar wrapper to this, but he did it in a way that made it a little sweeter. I, I, I like it, how bold it is. I like its richness. Um, I'm just, when I'm smoking a Maduro, I, I would think that with three layers of Maduro tobacco, there would be some sweetness. I really didn't find any direct sweetness no. in there. Um, More like halfway. Yeah. I was getting it. And construction was yeah. good. It was good. Yeah. It wasn't bad. It wasn't great, but it wasn't bad. Uh, but I think it's a fantastic cigar. I think you should definitely pick one up if you've never tried it. I think if you're a Maduro fan, it's it's a it's a must have. Uh, I think if you're a bold smoker, it's a must have. I, I think if, whatever you want, I think, I think it's you a definitely got to try this. I think yeah. it's something you put in a repertoire if you're a Maduro darker wrapper smoker. Absolutely, absolutely. Because uh, this is something I would like to have in my collection, mm-hmm. and it is available at, at jrcigars.com. Ooh, twins. Samesies. Oh, man, my thing went off and it wasn't in my... Never mind. Uh, <laughs> Greg, fan, this was a good time. This was a good time. I enjoyed my time with you this weekend. And everybody uh, be on the lookout for uh, mm-hmm. the Smoking the Carolinas highlight mm-hmm. that and I'll be putting together. Be on the lookout. Uh, like I said, we have some, some cool episodes coming up with, with two 
really cool uh, tobacco people. Like I said, Jamie from uh, Belmoral and Morelagio and Steve Saka. And guess what we get to do in less than two weeks? Oh, can we not talk about it right now? I'm, I'm getting the Agio. Yes. <laughs> we're, uh, yeah, so also be on the lookout for a uh, video we're going to be doing in the next week or so where me and Greg um, talk about our... Uh, 2019 IPCPR expectations, what we're excited about, um, brands that we know that are coming out we want to look for. Um, also, companies that haven't released or announced yet, but we're looking forward to. So uh, we're going to do like a little, maybe like a... Like Pre-show. Like I was going to do like a, maybe a, a sometimes podcast to do like mini episodes, okay. like in between episodes, they do like a 20-minute episode, maybe like a 20-minute episode like this. Okay. Where we talk about what we're, uh, what we're excited about. So uh, keep listening. Long Ash Podcast available. Well, you're listening to it, so you know where it is. Um, thank you for watching on YouTube. Thank you for listening on all our other devices. And uh, see ya. JR Cigars, don't forget coupon code LONGASH, 20% off today and tomorrow. You totally ruined my SIA. That was like perfect. I know, but I had and to. And you ruined it. I have to make the money. Gotta, I know, but I money. got the commercial in the beginning of the podcast. But they're going to forget it to this far. Because every time we start the podcast, I leave the podcast and then I come back. Yeah, it's very confusing. It's very confusing because <laughs> I thought we were going to put it at the end of the podcast. We should probably film that again. No, I, I think it's hilarious. <laughs> it's the funniest thing I've probably ever done. Yeah. All right. Good night. <laughs> Goodbye. <laughs>